93% of people who major in STEM are not black. Oh my God. What am I doing? Hi, welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. My name is Desiree. I wanted to give some cold, hard statistics, but very simple regarding the number of minority students, particularly black students in STEM. Because the other day, September 22, some days ago, there was a news report from NBC News that said that the Wells Fargo CEO said, quote, while it might sound like an excuse, the unfortunate reality is that there is a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. So of course, in my opinion, these people who report this information should go and verify whether or not that statement is true or false. Like, I think that's their job to go and look for it. But instead, what I saw was a bunch of arguments um, saying that this person wasn't trying hard enough and that it was an excuse. And they gave a quote from someone else saying that they were talking about the notion of a talent shortage. So is there a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from? And is there a talent shortage? Those are the questions to answer. Now, I can't actually answer those questions in what this video that I'm doing, but I am going to present some research that's related to it because I think that's what these NBC news people should have done. And I guess I'm just trying to set an example. This is from videos that I made before on inequality and I'll put the links in the description as I always do. 93% of people who major in STEM are not black. So that's something to keep in mind. Or another way to put that, 7% of people who major in STEM, that being science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, are black. So that's a very small number. Another thing to note is that when it comes to earnings potential, majoring in subjects other than humanities and the social sciences, so majoring in engineering, business, computer science, that kind of stuff, that leads to higher earning potentials than other majors. Black students in college tend to major in subjects that are more humanities related. I don't want to go into the specific numbers because I want to keep this video very simple and just pointing out the fact that black students don't choose majors that would have them end up in these business STEM positions as much as other people. The other thing to note is that talent could mean a lot of different things. Just because someone majors in a certain area doesn't actually mean that they have the experience needed because that's different sometimes for the job required or that they can have the experience needed more so than whoever their competitors are who are competing for the job. So that's something that we kind of just cannot know as outsiders. And if you're looking through the responses to this tweet, I see it sounds just like an ignorant, lazy excuse. This is a bunch of BS. If the statement begins with, it's not an excuse, but it's an excuse. And I see the lies, the lies. <laughs> oh, this one I can agree with. The media has failed you because they're not actually responding to the question. I and mean, this is not just on the Twitter post. This is actually what you're going to look at the article when they mention the notion of a talent shortage, but they don't answer the question. And then people are threatening to boycott the company. Bigotry in a polite sentence is still bigotry. He certainly cannot remain the CEO of an institution that has black employees and customers now that we know he's a believer in race science. Gross, I'm so sick of all of this. All the man said, <laughs> there's a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. No one is actually responding to whether or not that is true. I also saw some people mention that it has to do with relationships and networking. Again, that might be true, but I'm not answering that question here because I don't really think you can 
pinpoint to one particular reason why something occurs. So I want to be clear that I'm specifically responding to the STEM issue. I don't think that there's anything wrong with fields outside of STEM or that going through a traditional educational path is the only way to make money. People can do trades, they can start businesses. I'm just specifically saying that these people are not answering the question or trying to answer the question or stating that they don't know the answer to the question. And I think that that's their job, meaning the people who reported on this article, to go and attempt to answer. The question. Here are some interesting facts that you could consider. While only 4% of women graduate with a major in engineering and computer science, 21% of men graduate with a major in engineering and computer science. Here's another one. So overall, the most noticeable difference across ethnic and racial groupings is the large proportions of Asians who choose to major in either the natural and physical sciences or engineering and computer science. What I'm saying more than these numbers are not that great, but these are also the kinds of disparities that people complain about. So 26% of Asians choose a major in computer science and engineering relative to only 15% of whites. And the people who go into this research and actually try and answer these questions that the NBC news people are not taking the time to go look into come to the eventual conclusion that a lot of this has to do with what people choose to do, what their interests are, whether or not they stick to a major. And even sometimes when controlling for academic preparation, you still see these differences play out over time. It has a lot to do with what people choose to do or things that occur before they even choose a major. And you see people then decide that it's because people are being socialized into doing something different and it's because they're being pressured into choosing something that they might not want to actually do because of gender expectations for example but again some of these questions cannot be answered and another thing that i have to ask people is is it your job to guide people from infancy to uh adulthood you can't control for those things first of all you can't force people's interests that's like not something you can do but also you're not there as a presence in people's lives so there's only so much that society can do through say i guess the media is one thing culturally people try to shift to what people's attitudes and perceptions and then also structurally in terms of not being held back like they have access to attend certain schools for example and they can apply like everyone else which are things that people never used to be able to do based on these categories either gender or race that people are now worried about so these are the questions that should be being asked not just having an article about what the wells fargo ceo said and then publicly shaming this person because they said something that may or may not have been true and nobody cares about whether or not is actually true so if you really want to solve this problem, you have to go back to the roots. You have to start from before just looking at the end results that you're complaining about. And you also have to acknowledge that you kind of don't have any input in some of that. Some of that does not have to do with you. Some of that has to do with individual choice. Some of that does not even have to do with the culture. And ultimately it has to do with that person's background people can't help where they're born into but it also has to do with their choice it's a whole big mixture of many factors coming into play and you can't just blame it on one thing the constant comparing of people doesn't ask is this actually what people want to do in the moment don't we want people to be happy or do we just want them to all have equal outcomes and be the same there's a baby there are lots of different inputs. There's primary socialization, usually with their family, but it could be other 
uh, primary caretakers and then there's secondary socialization and all of that happens before you get to school and college and then there's also inherent preferences and abilities and one of the papers talks about that like there's so much that goes on you can't just go and then blame it on the ceo at the end of the day for not hiring that right amount of people that you want to see and i'm not saying that shouldn't be focused on but like that's not how you actually try to answer the question like that's not how you try to like respond to a statement like that another point i want to make is please stop using the term african-american i don't know who's watching this to describe black people like there are people in the u.s who are black who are not african-american like just it's like stop using it as a blanket term and the u.s isn't the only place in the world and when people use that word they, they generally just mean black and so it's like yeah stop doing that what people call problems in the pipeline they only call it a problem because they want to see a very specific outcome and it kind of ignores the individual people making choices along the way now that i finished with this big attention grabbing statistic and made my point that you can't just look at the end and that there may be and it seems like there is a limited talent pool to choose from and there's a lot that we don't know about talent i do want to specify that data should be used responsibly that main statistic is using data from the overall u.s population using government statistics but another one talking about the 26 percent of asians are choose them a certain major while only 15 percent of whites and other very interesting statistics if you take the time to actually look into that that was using data from four universities mostly in texas so that was limited another thing to note is that i actually cannot answer that question um properly in terms of a limited talent shortage pool without knowing the overall talent pool uh for stem people and then for each racial category so so for that 7% number for uh, black people in the US, that or the 93% on the flip side, that is not being compared to what that percentage is for, I don't know, other groups, Asian Americans or white Americans or whatever. So that's a limitation to consider. Again, it's not a given that disparate outcomes are due to discrimination. That's just an assumption that's just underlying a lot of social issues when it comes to race. Uh, everywhere there's just this basic underlying assumption that is just an assumption NBC News could have just taken the time to look this up or to try to look it up or to just use some thinking use some thinking <laughs> and try to like answer the question and I kind of think that that should be their job and so that's why I wanted to make this video and talk about it because it's important for people to know that only 7% of graduates in STEM are black and on the flip side, 93% of people who graduate with a STEM degree are not black, which is what they were focusing on. And furthermore, even if people graduate with a degree, it doesn't mean they're actually useful for the job because we don't know what that person is looking at. We don't know what they're seeing. But I would say that there may be a talent shortage and it's not just a notion. I think that's it. Uh, I hope I got my point across. I hope that people start, first of all, just trying to look at research and then using research responsibly because all this focus on outcomes ignores that data isn't simple and statistics aren't simple and they're being used to craft narratives i wouldn't even say by people who don't understand them but i, I would say by people who are fixated on very specific things that make them not use the data responsibly so like use data responsibly guys that'd be great like don't just look at the outcomes at the end look at what goes into maybe producing those outcomes 
So don't just look at the data that comes up with an issue that you're really angry about. Look at the data that might lead to that issue. And don't just look at two specific groups, those being black and white, as if they're the only categories in the world. And if some disparity between black and white really freaks you out, then if you see that same disparity between other groups that are not black and white, that should freak you out too, or else what are you saying? It's like it's totally, totally illogical. Thank you for watching, my name is Desiree. Please support the channel at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash donate and have a good day. So some afterthoughts I had was that I kind of mentioned it before, but I don't think science is an end-all and be-all. I do think that people may want to do other things. However, then they can't then complain about, you know, what society is doing to them um, in terms of their economic outcomes. Because at the end of the day, your economic value, and I'm only specific, and I'm only talking about economic value, comes from what you can provide for other people. So if you can't find a job, <laughs> then you can make a job like that's what that job is providing you that's why you're, you put up with all the bad parts of having a job because they give you access to clientele and then like the, you you buy into an existing network of exchange of value that you don't have to create for yourself so like that's what a job kind of provides for you if you can't find that then you can go and create that women and minorities are less likely to choose in natural and physical sciences than are whites at the start of their college career even after controlling for test scores and rank however minorities are more likely to choose to major in engineering and computer science than are white students after controlling for test scores and class rank but of course the earlier statement the former statement would be more important because that's overall and that's what people look at there was another really interesting statistic that was mentioned about white males there are differences in college major choice even after controlling for sat scores in engineering and computer science all of the different ethnic groups are less likely to persist relative to white males. Notably, Asian males are 14.8 percentage points less likely to persist than our white males in engineering and computer science. I just thought that was, that was interesting. I don't understand why they keep controlling for test score and class rank because yes, it like controls for a variable, but this is not what people talk about, but they just group people um, I mean, it's, it's the exact same thing that's going on with this talent thing. We're assuming that everybody who has some kind of degree um, or did something is actually at the same level. So even though they're doing, I guess, good science by like controlling for certain things, so controlling for test score and class rank and then comparing groups, as well as just comparing them overall, people are just comparing them overall. They're not actually trying to control for more detailed aptitude levels. I forgot to mention my request. I am going to be saying this a few times over the next couple months just because everybody doesn't watch all my videos, like even if you're a fan. I am looking for help with just thinking out loud with the production and uh, distribution of content. I don't mean the video editing, uh, but basically everything else surrounding that. And I, since I'm recording something again, I think uh, I was just, you know, I'm in the middle of editing. So I saw, saw I was saying, why are they controlling for these things, uh, other variables? And the fact that even after controlling for preparation and test scores, 
people still had differences in interests kind of says that even if you try your best and i think you know people should try their best uh to provide the same access level uh to educational preparation some of which can't be controlled like i said but society can play a certain part in that um and just the ability to apply to and get into schools even if people were actually at the same level so like aptitude wise they still make different choices um that can be seen across groups and we're only looking at race you could break this down in so many other ways but everybody always just focuses on uh, race and gender um <laughs> you know what would be interesting if one day they start trying to break this down across other groups like um um sexuality stuff like the lbgtq stuff so if those people maybe perform differently uh which you're gonna see like however you decide to categorize people you are going to see differences anyway i'm rambling at this point i just wanted to add that on paper was mentioning the use oh my god i can't say this <laughs> and testing some more i actually i actually think i'm kind of ready to start recording <laughs>